Welcome to All Ears, Senior Living Success, where we talk with industry leaders to make sure you find success in your community. My name is Matt Reiners, and I'm the co-founder of Eversound, a company dedicated to improving quality of life for older adults by giving them the gift of hearing. Welcome back. Today, I'm joined by Peter Stinson, the Executive Director for the Twilight Wish Foundation, and Randy Duretz, the National Director of Chapters, Ambassadors, and Volunteers for the Twilight Wish Foundation. Peter is a new friend, recently married, but I've been friends with Randy for a few years now, and she's better known as the Energized Bunny, but she doesn't need any batteries. And if you ask me, she is probably one of the most famous people out there. So thanks for joining me today, you two. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. So let's get right into it. What is the Twilight Wish Foundation? The Twilight Wish Foundation, we are a national nonprofit organization with a mission to honor and enrich the lives of seniors through intergenerational Twilight Wish celebrations. Our vision is to make the world a nicer place to age, one Twilight Wish at a time. So what we do, we grant wishes to low-income seniors who are 65 and older, or are a resident of a nursing facility, and they have to have an income of 200% of less than 200% of poverty level. To date, we've granted over 4,600 wishes across the country. Also, Matt, we started in 2003, our founder, Cass Forkin, her and her daughter were in a diner sitting there and they overheard two elderly ladies at the cash register and they couldn't put their change together. So Cass and the daughter, they wanted to pay. But the women said it would be okay. They can pay, but we want to meet the people who want to pay for us because we really didn't think there were still people out there who liked and cared for the senior population. After that luncheon, Eureka, Cass went home. She did the paperwork. And here we are as of 2004. Wow, I love it. And it's like that simple gesture of, of paying it forward, right? Or, or doing something good has really blossomed into this thing where you guys are doing such important, amazing work and really just improving the quality of life for older adults. Um, and Randy, I know you had mentioned like the diner story, but that dates back to 2003, 2004. So, you know, what else is the, the background and how has that grown over the years here? Well, first of all, first of all, and I'm sure Peter has so many stories, after that, our first wish was in 2004, a woman who needed to be placed in a nursing home. She just buried her son. She buried her son in the ground with no tombstone. She wrote to us, our first wish we ever granted was a tombstone for this woman. So she was able to go in the nursing home, sleep better at night and know her son was at peace. You're going to give me all the goosebumps here today, Randy. It's just uh, amazing to be able to provide some of that. And then, so I guess, you know, Peter, so we, if that was the first wish granted in 2004, like how has that kind of evolved over the last 15 or so years? Yeah, that's a great question. So our wishes have really evolved into, into categories. Most of our wishes we grant fall under what's called the simple needs category. So simple needs can include lift chairs, hearing aids, clothing, new appliances, dentures. And you know, if you think about it, if you were asked, what is your wish? Any of us, what is your wish? What would we all individually come up with? 
And to think that 80% of the wishes we grant are for simple and basic needs is remarkable to keep seniors in their home, to keep them thriving, uh, kind of similar like to whatever sound does, Matt. If you can't hear, if a senior can't hear, where does that take them? If they, can, if they don't have dentures, how do they eat and function in society? So most of our wishes are simple needs, but we have other categories. Celebrating a life, it's a meaningful and nostalgic wish. It's granted for hospice patients or seniors with limited life expectancies. Examples would be a family reunion, a visit to a hometown, or something else that brings joy. And there's living life to the fullest. So an example might be meeting a celebrity, attending a ball game. And for the most part, those are experience wishes, or I wanted to meet somebody or do something type wishes. We also, and all these categories apply for our veterans. One third of all the wishes we grant are for veterans. And it's our privilege to honor and thank veterans for their service, particularly those 65 and older, many of whom maybe were not properly honored during their time years ago. I love it. And, you know, I think, so Peter, I'll, I'll throw this question back to you. I mean, you could be doing anything in the world here and, and you're deciding to be the executive director of this foundation. What, what drew you to do that? So for 10 years, I worked for a military and veterans nonprofit. And I do often get asked, well, were you in the military? And the short answer was no, I was not in the military. I had a lot of close friends who were. Uh, and when, when we graduated high school in 2003, uh, they were sent to Iraq and Afghanistan. And luckily, they all came back, but they had their challenges and their struggles that they had gone through uh, and had a lot of recovery, even if it was just decompression. My grandfather was a World War II veteran. Uh, one of that generation really never spoke much about their service, but I know he was very proud of it and wound up staying in the Army for 25 years after, after the war. So that's what drew me to the veterans' cause. What drew me to Twilight Wish was during my time with this organization, and I'll scan in here, there's a gentleman named Jim Hall. He was a Marine in World War II. His picture is up on my screen right now. Jim's wish was to go to his sixth Marine Division reunion. He was paralyzed from the war. Twilight Wish granted his wish to go to his Marine reunion. And my board member from the other organization I worked for at the time ran these reunions, mailed me this flag and said, hey, this great organization, Twilight Wish, is going to send Jim Hall down to our reunion. Why don't you go down and send him off with the Twilight Wish team? That was 10 years ago. And I always remembered my experience with Twilight Wish and granting Jim's, Jim Hall's wish, which was a really special moment for me to be part of that experience, to see him and the joy he had in going to meet his fellow Marines, some of, which, some of whom he probably hadn't seen since the war, you know, 60 years earlier at that point. So it was amazing. That's what drew me to Twilight Wish. And then I, at a certain juncture, they were looking for uh, an executive director. And I said, gosh, I remember that organization. We had such a great opportunity doing that wish for Jim Hall. I'd like to be part of that team. And here I am. I love it. And that's such an amazing story. And yeah, I can definitely understand why that, uh, how that impacted you to, to drive you to really join the force here. And, and Randy, same question to you. I know you're a volunteer, but what drew you to, to help with the Twilight Wish Foundation? Okay, I am not, let me start. A lot of the seasoned people know who I am. 35 wonderful years working as an activities director. Up there in the area, Montgomery County, Bucks County, Pennsylvania area, near Twilight Wish. Each year for eight years, I would go around to my residents, find out what their wish and dream would be. I took it from there. 
Then I went back to the office, I wrote out a wish application, and I sent it into the Twilight Wish Foundation. Unbelievable, so proud and honored, each one of the wishes and dreams that I sent in from a 37-year in detective, 37 years of Philadelphia police force, going down to see the commissioner, spending the day at the roundhouse. One guy, John John, he, a Coast Guard meteorologist, taught the troops about the weather. He wanted to go to ABC Channel 6 and see his idol, Adam Joseph. A woman came into a nursing home. She liked to do adult coloring. She isolated in her room. I visited her. I said, how can we get you out of your room? She goes, Randy, you have the art background. Do something. Well, she helped paint the mural on a church in South Philadelphia and spend the rest of the day at Pat Stakes. Well, with that in mind, then Eureka, March 9, 2020, the pandemic hit us. The doors closed and I wasn't able to travel back and forth to see my other half. And I was told, well, you have to quarantine 14 days. You just can't do it on your own dime. So with that in mind, I had to think activities wasn't the same for me, but we bought a house. I bought the house on FaceTime and they had a going away party for me. Our founder, Cass Forkin, contacted me and said, Randy, I'll give you a week. If we don't hear from you. We're calling you. And she opened this position. I'm so honored and proud to be part of the wonderful staff at Twilight Wish. You know, my position in charge of the chapter's ambassadors and their volunteers. We have 16 wonderful chapters throughout the United States. We have four ambassadors and their volunteers. The volunteers we have, they do not get paid, but they're priceless. We couldn't do without them. Now with that in mind, I need, I need more chapter directors. I need more volunteers. I need more ambassadors. Give me a call, contact me on an email. If you got the time, I have the ear. I'm ready to talk and tell about who, what, where, and why we are. And you know what? A volunteer is not eight hours of your time. We work around your lifestyle. If you only can put in one hour a month, so be it. If you only could put in zero hours a month, so be it. So one month you'll be doing a presentation, you put 25 hours in. You need to take care of your life first before you take care of our deserving seniors. And here I am on a new journey, didn't leave the senior population. And you know what? Age is only a number and I do not look like I have to retire. I would agree with that wholeheartedly, Randy. And uh, no, that's awesome to hear your story and able to kind of help put some of those those wishes into place when you were that activities professional, which is where we first met. Um, and, you know, I know, Peter, you kind of mentioned some of the programs that Twilight Wish Foundation is doing. Is there anything else you guys are helping to implement or anything else you guys are helping with on the program side of things? Yeah, each year we do our week of wishes, and that's an opportunity where we really uh, put our wish granting into overdrive. So all the wishes that I discussed 
they, everybody gets an opportunity, all of our chapters to grant wishes that particular week. And that's when we have our special event gala each year. So that's, that's a wonderful opportunity. For nominating wishes, uh, go to our website, twilightwish.org, and there's an application there that says request a wish. If for whatever reason, somebody has a wish that they want granted or they know somebody, but they're unable to access the internet, which does happen in our senior population, we at headquarters will gladly mail out paper copies of applications to our seniors so that they're able to get their applications in. We do want more applications. And as Randy mentioned, we do need more volunteers and we also do need more partnerships all around the country, supporters, like-minded individuals, corporations, and foundations that wanna serve deserving low-income seniors and have their wishes come true. Twilight Wish should be a perfect partner. Now, please note, it's not just the seniors living in a nursing home. It's not just the seniors living in a nursing home. We also take care of seniors outside of the nursing home. There is a criteria there. People living, seniors, anywhere from 65 plus on up, and we just had, and Peter can tell you about an amazing 104-year young lady who we granted an unbelievable wish, but all they have to do for us to go further in their wish is to show that they are a resident in a nursing home. Anybody outside of a nursing home, the criteria, it's a low income and the annual income, I believe we're up to 27,000 annual a year. To piggyback on what Randy was saying, that a lot of our wishes for seniors who live in their own homes or don't live in elder care facilities, these wishes are granted with the intention of keeping them in their homes for as long as possible. A lift chair, a wheelchair ramp outside their front door, a new air conditioner, a refrigerator, a stove unit, anything that can help them remain, the ability to age in place is crucial. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's so cool to hear, you know, just even the, the asks you guys are making in terms of, of doing that help. And I know you've, you've talked about some specific stories about some of the wishes you guys have granted and, and what's really driven you to join this organization. I'm curious if any other stories or wishes that you guys have granted that come to mind that you want to share with our listeners. Peter, let them know about Connecticut. Yeah, so the 104-year-old that Randy had mentioned, her wish was to pet a penguin. She always wanted to pet a penguin. And our volunteer director, who just got started in January and is really picking up steam in Connecticut, she got in contact with the Mystic Aquarium and they were able to grant this wish for a, peng for a penguin free of charge. They came to her, brought the penguin, and the wish wound up going viral. It was gotten by people.com and went all across the country. And we had had several folks reach out to us from Texas, New Mexico, uh, all other places. Oh, wow, I heard about that wish that you granted to pet a penguin. The one thing I also want to add about some of the wishes, which I found very interesting, is we'll have folks ask for a wish that then they can turn around and help others with. We, had, we granted a wish last week where the gentleman was a tailor and his wish was a sewing machine. And he wanted to be able to help all the residents in his facility with any repairs they needed on their clothes, any sewing they needed. So a lot, and this is not the first time we've had a wish granted where somebody wants something to then go out and do exponential good in, in their community, in their space, in their facility. So that, I think that's pretty remarkable that if you've given 
folks the opportunity to grant a wish that they want something to be able to help others. Peter, what about the one in Westmoreland County, PA, the one we just did? That was the Disney wish, right? Is that the one? Mm -hmm. That's the one where the 50-year reunion, uh, and it was his wish to go back, and they had a photo op in front of the, the castle of Magic Kingdom, which was really, really neat. 50 years later, right? Is that right, Randy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And now remember, too, we are a nonprofit 501c3 organization. Our funding comes from corporate sponsors, backers, and donations. Our chapter directors, they do fundraisers. We have somebody up in Pennsylvania, and yearly she has golf outings. And this is the way we're able to pull the money out. Unfortunately, when we do not have the chapter in a different state, city, or town, where I'm looking for more, but what we do is we post them on our Facebook page, www.twilightwish.org. And it's similar to like a GoFundMe. And it tells a little bit about the wish and everything. And people do send donations in. That's awesome. So it's good. I love it. And I know you had mentioned, so if people wanted to submit a wish, they just go to the website, fill out an application. And you mentioned you can mail it too, if someone wants to fill it out pen and paper, correct? Correct. We'll, we'll mail applications out if requested. Uh, our website, twilightwish.org, you can submit a wish. You can submit a volunteer application. You can look for open wishes if you're looking to support but want to support a specific wish. You can look at fulfilled wishes, recent wishes, wishes that we had granted. And there's also our story in there. Uh, Cass, who was our founder, Cass Sporkin, her story is in there, all of the staff bios uh, and our chapter locations across the country. If somebody's listening here and they don't see a chapter in their local area, please apply to be a volunteer and reach out to us. We'd love to get you started anywhere across the country, whether there's a local chapter or not. And remember one of our main sayings, and I'm reading it, making our world a nicer place to age one twilight wish at a time. I love it. And I know you had mentioned about the applications and giving wishes and all of that good stuff and volunteering and making donations. But, you know, last question here, how can we as the senior living industry support you guys? Otherwise um, your cause, your wishes, I know you've, you've gave us some good steps of next steps, but Anything else come to mind of how we can support you guys? There, there's three areas we need support. We really could use support financially, partnerships and supporters. That's, that's big. We also, through senior industry particularly, we need quality wishes. For those of you that work with seniors and, and are interacting with them one-on-one, -on -one, Randy had mentioned her eight years of, of being an activities director and interacting with Twilight Wish. She brought the organization great wishes. We want to grant great wishes. So we need help getting the dollars from partners in the door, and we need ways to get the dollars out the door. Great wishes and great seniors. We also need volunteer support. So those would be the three things that we need. And my activities peers, seasoned and newbies, contact me. Get on our website, check out the staff, my email, my telephone number. Give me a call. We can talk. And I could, I can advise you what to do, how to do, when to do, and why to do. I love it. And uh, last question, and we're talking about giving wishes. Any luck on helping people grow hair back? 
<laughs> no. All right. Well, thank you so much, Randy and Peter. I appreciate your guys' time today. You guys are doing awesome, awesome work. And, you know, I think the world is a better place for people like you to help grant these wishes and really just improve that quality of life for some of the, the older population that absolutely deserve it. So thank you both for your time today and all that you do in this world. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Eversound. If you'd like to know when we post the next episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're interested in how Eversound can help improve the quality of life in your community, find out more at eversoundhq.com.